Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Brunch, and I'm your host, Danielle Taylor. All right, so welcome back to another episode. So today, I just kind of wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about mental health as it is the Bellots Talk Week, um, and everyone has been talking about mental health and just like keeping the conversation going. And I think that's so important that we do have a day dedicated to raising awareness for mental health, but I do think it's really important to emphasize the fact that people are dealing with mental health every single day. And I think that we need to definitely keep the conversation going all the time because when we forget that people are still struggling and they may come off as happy or whatever and we don't keep that conversation going, that's when things can get bad. And obviously we don't want that. So it is Bellet's Talk Week and um, I just wanted to make sure that everyone is aware that we do need to keep the conversation going all year round. I really love that we do have a date that really just brings everyone together. But um, I also just kind of wanted to point out the fact that during this week of when mental health kind of gets brought up, there are some people that have a hard time dealing with that and those who struggle with mental health and um just like their mental illness, like sometimes during this week, it can get a little bit worse. They can start to get a little bit more anxious or a little bit depressed just because like the attention is on them or on a certain part of themselves that they don't necessarily like as much as the rest of them. So let's just make sure that we're being kind to one another this week and that we are continuing to keep the conversation of mental health going in order to um, allow people to feel like they can use their voice and reach out for help at any time. So with that being said, in the spirit of Mental Health Week, I kind of just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about my struggles with mental health. I'm a huge advocate for mental health, and the reason for that is because I struggle with it very much um, myself, and I'm someone that is very anxious, probably like 90% of the time, and it's very hard for me sometimes to control that emotion. Um, I've done a lot of therapy work and I've done a lot of research on my own on just like different ways that I can kind of bring myself to a grounded state and like not feel so anxious, but it is very hard for me on like a daily basis to just completely like allow myself to be myself or, you know, just like kind of go with the flow just because I am such an anxious person. And with that comes like over organizing, over analyzing, overthinking. I just, I'm very over the top in kind of my emotions sometimes. And that's just because I do have something in me that um, is out of balance and it sucks, but a lot of people go through it and it's something that I'm not ashamed of and that I'm very open to talking about. And the other part of me also struggles with depression and depression is a tricky one just because um, I find that it's tough because when I feel like I'm depressed, it's hard for me to feel like I need to take time for myself or whatever, because it's not an illness that you can necessarily see. Like I might not look sick or I might not be like physically hurt, but I'm mentally hurting and I'm mentally struggling. And it's hard for me sometimes to take a day to just regroup and um, start doing like the things that I love again. And I'm going to be coming up with like a plan of just, um, all the things that I like to do and the things that make me happy in a day and um, something that I talked about um, in my last therapy session with my therapist was just coming up with a plan because I do have a night routine I have a 
morning routine. I have all these different routines, but I don't have a routine for when I'm feeling down and how to get out of that. And I think it's really important to have like a very specific routine of like little things that make me happy that are going to allow me to kind of pull myself out of the slump because you can't expect other people to pull you out. And that's like one of the toughest parts about a mental illness is that you can have all the support around you, but ultimately it is you that is going to have to pull yourself up and people can give you all the suggestions and all the tools, but they can't pull you out of your slump for you. And that's something that has taken me like a really long time is that I have to rely on myself and I need to make sure that I'm prepared for when I go into a more depressive state of mind and the anxiety is a little bit easier just because I can get help from my friends and my boyfriend and my family and that's another thing too is like if you're someone that struggles with mental illness like you really have to make sure that you're very particular about the people that you surround yourselves with and over the last like few years like I have really focused on that and I would say even in the last few months here like I really have just been cutting out anybody that makes me anxious or you know doesn't contribute to my life in a positive way and you know like it's tough sometimes because you're gonna have like colleagues or classmates or people that you don't necessarily get to just like step away from and that's just life and you do have to deal with that but I'm talking more on like the personal side of your life where you're going out and doing like personal activities or going out for dinner or going out for a night out or whatever like you want to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with those positive people and that has just made such a difference in my life um and just like being really open with my loved ones because when I'm feeling down, like my friends and my family and my boyfriend are able to recognize when I am going through an anxious state or a depressive state and they're able to kind of just like poke me in the right direction and kind of allow me to be able to get myself out of that. And it's just really great to have people that are supportive and that aren't going to judge you when you're going through a tougher time and or get annoyed because I do find like for me, like I, I was scared that like I was annoying people when I was like at a place where I wasn't really able to control my anxiety and I wasn't really great at pulling myself out of a depressive state and I was really struggling with that and I felt very, like I was very annoying to others and so it's really great to surround yourself with people that are going to not judge you for that and they're going to be supportive and they're going to be positive and they're going to help you kind of not pull yourself out because that's something that you kind of have to do on your own, but they are going to point you in the right, right direction. And I just think that's like such a great way to help yourself is just by surrounding yourself that are with people that just love you and genuinely care about you so much. And they're just going to share, shed that like positive light. And that's something that I've found has really helped me with my mental health struggles and you know, it's it's tough because there are days where you don't want to talk to your friends or your boyfriend or your fa- friends and family or your significant other or whatever. Like, it's tough because, yeah, like, you're like for me, like, when I'm anxious, like, I tell myself, like, my head is telling me that nobody likes me and that, you know, my boyfriend is going to break up with me or, like, my friends are irritated with me. And it's just, it's tough because it is an illness and it's something that it's going to want to trick you into believing the worst things and that can be really hard to recognize especially when you're kind of in the beginning of your mental health journey and you just like don't really know how to handle it and it's it's really tough and 
I'm not going to lie, like, having a mental illness is not something that makes me happy to have. Um, I do feel like I've been given an opportunity to help others, and I'm really grateful for the fact that I have found a platform um, where I feel like I can voice, like, um, my opinions about mental health and my strategies, and I'm really thankful for that. But it's not something that um, I would ever wish upon anyone. It is a struggle that is something you have to battle every single day, and it gets exhausting sometimes. And I think sometimes we forget too that it is like a battle that we do fight every single day, and that sometimes you're just not going to have the energy to fight, and like that's okay. Like there's days where you're going to have a bad day, and your anxiety is going to be a little bit high or you're going to feel a little bit low one day. And we need to realize like we are human and that's just life. And even people that don't struggle with mental illness, they are going to have those days as well. And like, you're not alone in that. But I think like the best way to go about it is just making sure that you have a plan that's going to allow you to succeed when you're feeling that way. And that's something that I'm kind of working on right now is just kind of experimenting with different things that make me feel good when I'm feeling low. And, you know, it's, it's a struggle, but, um, you know, trial and error and just definitely try and get the best tools that you can, because it's something that you're gonna have to deal with for the rest of your life and better figure it out earlier than late. And like, because obviously, we all want to live happy lives. And we need to just be making sure that we're giving ourselves the tools to do so. So another topic that I kind of wanted to get into is medications. And this is a bit of a touchy subject for me just because I'm someone who really struggled with the idea of taking medications to help um, me with my mental illness and be able to keep myself stable and healthy and feel happy. And it was really hard because if, about five years ago, I guess, I kind of went on to medications for the first time and the medications just didn't sit well with me. And it was very tough because it felt like that I was saying that it wasn't going well for me and like the medication wasn't helping. And it just seemed like they were just upping the dose and hoping that um, it was going to make me feel better. And it's kind of degrading when you feel like not even a medication can help you. But Little did I know that there's so many different types of medications that um, sit well with different types of people. And sometimes it's just a trial and error process. And so I went off medication and I was off for a few years and I still really, really struggled. And multiple times, like therapists would just tell me like, are you willing to go back on medication? And I didn't even want to have that conversation. My automatic response was no. And I refused to go on medication and it was tough because I never had judgment towards anyone else that was going on medication. But when it came to myself, I was very judgmental about it and I did have a bad experience on it before. And so I just very much was not open to that experience. And it wasn't until um, the beginning of the school year where I was really in the dumps and I was having such a hard time pulling myself out and I was just so depressed and so anxious all the time, which is a battle that is just so tough. Like having anxiety and depression is just like world's biggest nightmare. But I finally just like went to my doctor and I was like, I'm ready. Like I'm ready to go on medication and I'm ready to listen. And so I had a conversation with my doctor and she's so incredible. And 
I just love going to her because she just makes me feel so worthy of life and all the things that I'm, you know, working towards. And so we just had a great conversation about it. And we discussed that I would start on like a lower dose and um, of like a different brand. And we kind of just went through a lot of history of myself and like what I didn't feel good on before and what I was kind of looking for in a medication and like kind of the things that I was hoping to get out of it. And finally I was put on a different medication of a little bit of a lower dose than I was on previously. And it was really tough for me the first time that I took the pill and I almost felt very degraded. And, um, I was very upset with the fact that I was going to have to take one. And, but the thing is, is as soon as they kind of started kicking in and I just felt so much better and I felt more balanced and that my levels were not so heightened all the time. And, I never felt foggy or um, like I didn't have any emotion, which is something that I felt on my last one. And that's the problem with my illnesses is I have so much emotion and it's the part about myself that drives me absolutely crazy. But it's also the part that I love the most about myself is how much I feel things. And for me, when I was on a medication that took away my feeling altogether and I almost just had this like numbness and I didn't really feel anything that's not what I wanted. Like I still wanted to feel the emotions that I feel. I just wanted to have better control. And that is something that I think we forget sometimes is that how deeply we feel is a curse, but at the same time, it is such a blessing. And we just have to make sure that we are giving ourselves the tools and all the different aspects that we can use as like resources so that we can turn our emotions more into a blessing than a curse. And we can leave that curse to a minimal. And that way we're not hitting that negative side of having these crazy emotions and that we're using it in a positive way. And I think it's so important to be able to feel deeply and feel tons of emotion and For me, that's just like the way of life. I'm a very emotional person. I feel things so incredibly deeply and I love that about myself. But when I don't have control of it and I'm feeling very, very low or very, very anxious, that's when I start to hate it. And it's tough because I'm starting to hate the thing that I love about myself. And then that's when it just turns into a very, very vicious cycle. So I just really wanted to talk to you guys about this. And like, I know it's like a little bit raw and it's very, I'm putting myself in a very vulnerable state right now, but I just kind of want people to know that like, you're not alone and you're not the only person that goes through these mental health issues. And I know it's hard and I know that it's tough to think about that when you are going through it and you think that you're the only one, but I promise you, like you are not the only one. There are so many, even just like celebrities and like influencers that are coming out about their mental illness. And I think it's so incredible and so positive, like how open people are to communicating their feelings now, because I think it just creates such a better relationship. And like, for me, like when I got into like the relationship with my boyfriend that I have now, I was always very open um, with my mental health and my mental illness. And kind of the biggest reason for that was because I knew that I did have a very strong connection with him, but I needed to know that he was going to be able to handle kind of like the things that I go through because if he wasn't, and if he wasn't going to um, 
be able to be supportive, like that was something that I wouldn't be able to have in my life just because I am someone that I do need to have good people in my life who are going to support me and who are going to love me no matter what. And so I'm very, very fortunate to have him in my life. And it really hurts me when I hear other people with mental illness tell me that their significant other isn't supportive of their mental illness. And kind of my first question to them is, do you communicate what you're feeling? And this is something that's very tough because when you are someone like with mental illness, like it is just so, so difficult to try and explain like what you're going through. Like I had wrote in my Instagram bio um, for my Bellets talk um, quote the other day. And I basically, I'm just going to pull it up here really quick so I can just make sure that I get it like word for word. But um, like I just basically said like it's Mental health can be extremely frustrating because from the outside looking in, it's hard to understand. But from the inside looking out, it's hard to explain. And yes, that is very true. And I think that um, it takes a lot of effort to kind of figure out a way to explain yourself and explain your feelings to someone who's never felt that way before. But my first question to people is always, have you tried to explain it? And when I first got into my relationship with Ryan, like that was kind of a major priority for me is like, I had to keep explaining it to him. Like, this is what I'm feeling like, or if I was feeling low, like I was telling him right away because I needed him to be able to recognize when I was feeling low so that if I ever did pull into an episode where I was not okay, that he would know what that looked like. And it's tough because explaining it can be very difficult, but just like comparing it to different things. Like even I would like look up articles on like how to explain your anxiety to someone. And there's so many resources out there for you to be able to look at and um, be able to try and use that to explain to your significant other kind of what you're feeling. And there's no like problem either with like telling them what you need in that time. Like, I just told Ryan, like, when I'm anxious, like, I just need you to hold me and I just need you to be here. Like, I don't need you to tell me that I'm going to be okay. I don't need you to try and talk me out of it. I don't need you to try and fix me. Like, I just need you to be here for me while I try and fix myself. And that was, like, the biggest thing that I think really helped us um, be able to, like, manage, like, my mental health, like, together was making sure that he wasn't trying to fix me, but he was just supporting me as I fixed myself. And I think that's something that you should definitely communicate to your friends and your family and your significant others because it can be very frustrating with someone as men- with mental health when you have a parent or a friend that is trying to give you advice and you just don't want to hear any of it because you're already seeing a therapist or whatever and you're like, you don't know anything, you don't know what I'm going through. So just make it very clear that you don't want them to try and fix you or help you even like that. You just want them to sit there and be supportive and just like be that shoulder to cry on while you try and fix yourself and you try and help yourself because that is like one of the hardest things to do. And it's so exhausting. And just to know that someone's going to be there with you every step of the way is just so reassuring and just so important 
when you're trying to figure out your mental health and trying to find ways to better yourself and make yourself happy. So after talking about mental health, there was something that I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about, about something that is going on in my life. And so when this video or when this podcast, sorry, is posted, um, I will have officially had my senior night um, for the Paranus hockey team. And basically, this is just a night where we celebrate all of the graduating players. And so I'm a graduating player this year. This is my last season as a varsity hockey player in university. And honestly, it's pretty scary because I have been known as a hockey player for most of my life. And it's tough to think that that part of me is going to be no longer existent. And going through this is going to be very tough. It's going to be very emotional. I do, however, think I'm very much ready to kind of I don't want to say move on with my life, but I'm very ready to see like kind of what the next chapter of my life holds. But with that, it's, it's going to be finding that new identity because for me, I am going to be losing what I feel like is majority of my identity. And that is being a hockey player. And that is being an athlete. And it's scary to think that I'm going to have to be someone else now. And it's tough because I'm trying to convince myself, like, you know what, Danielle, like, you're still you, you're still the same person. But it is scary because you're taking away a huge aspect of your life, and it can be a little bit scary to think about. But, um, yeah, so that's something that I'm going to be focusing on kind of over the next couple months here while my hockey career kind of comes to an end is figuring out who I want to be when this is all over and what kind of person I want to be and how that's going to carry out for the rest of my life and kind of the impact that I want to have on others. And I know a lot of people kind of go through this like almost identity crisis where they don't know who they are or their purpose or that kind of stuff, but don't worry because we're going to be going through this together. And I'm really excited to see where this kind of journey takes me and everything. But that's something that um, I'm really excited to see unfold and I'm very much aware of it and I've been focusing on it a little bit. And I know that I am starting like this YouTube and podcasting journey as well. And the thing is, is like, I don't want to allow that to completely consume my identity. I don't want to just be the YouTuber or the podcaster because that's kind of how I was with hockey I was like the hockey player and I don't want it to be kind of I don't want my identity to represent the activities or the things that I do but I want it to um kind of be more about like the kind of person that I am and so I really just want to focus on that over these next few weeks and kind of just figuring out what my identity is and what I want to be known for and I'm just really really excited to kind of watch that unfold and watch myself go along this journey and journal about it and research about it and all this stuff and I'm really excited to bring you guys along with me on that journey and this emotional roller coaster that's going to be these next uh six weeks but um I'm just like very very excited for the future and kind of what it holds but I just kind of wanted to add this into the episode because I do know a lot of people kind of am going through this like identity crisis you know 2020 has apparently not been great for everyone, but um, 
I think it's like important that you are able to like change your identity anytime that you want to, or if you don't feel that you identify in a certain thing and you don't really know, um, like it's just tough because sometimes you just don't know what your identity even is. And sometimes you're just searching and you're trying to find yourself. And I just want people to know like, you're not alone and that I'm going to be going on this journey with you guys. And just completely finding myself and finding new hobbies and different things that I'm passionate about and different things I'm going to be learning. And I'm just so excited to see kind of where it all takes me. But I just wanted to kind of add this into the episode um, just at the end here, just because I know a lot of people are going through the same thing that I am. And I know like a lot of people will be graduating college this year or graduating high school. And, you know, a new chapter of your life is coming and it can be scary and you don't always know what the future holds, but I think it's important to be prepared um, for the future and to be prepared for kind of what type of person you want to be and what kind of legacy you kind of want to leave behind in each chapter of your life. So I'm really excited to go on this journey with you guys. So with that being said, I'm going to end the episode here. It's a little bit of a shorter one today, but I mostly just wanted to talk about like the mental health aspect of life and just kind of that people aren't alone. Share a little bit of my story with you guys. If you guys do want me to um, kind of go in more detail on my mental health or kind of any of the specific struggles I've gone through, message me on Instagram or leave a comment on one of my recent posts and I will definitely talk about that. But yeah, so that is all for the episode and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.